0: Hi listeners, it's myself Mick Clark and Rudolph Skeepers with another episode of Fishy Tales. And following from the last episode, we were today going to talk about skippers' tickets and some more launching. But a really, really interesting story just came up, and I'll I'll let Rudolph tell you all about that now. So over to you, Rudolph.
1: Alright, guys, so we've got a nice little interesting story to chat about now. Um I was fishing with my dad and a friend Elton Duplessis on the beach. Uh over the last weekend, about a week ago. And um, one of the locals came to us and said there's a penguin on the beach. So um, another youngster actually came to us with with this little penguin. And um, we could see this poor penguin was in a bad shape. It looked dehydrated and tired. So Elton actually jumped in his vehicle and drove this penguin up to SeaWorld where um, a nice lady by the name of Gabby took the penguin and started looking after the penguin. So we've got Gabby here with us today and we're going to talk a little bit about the penguin. So Gabby, um, can you maybe give us a bit of information on the penguin and what the state of the penguin was was when Elton dropped it with you?
2: Hi, yeah, um, so Little Duke, his name is Duke, is our fourth penguin that we've had brought in this year. He's a juvenile. Um, All of them have been juveniles, round about the same condition. However, Duke seems to be suffering with a couple of infections which we're um, busy treating. So um, he is very young, probably only about three to four months old, a juvenile, as I said, a fledgling, so he's just left the nest and been pushed into the big, wide world and obviously didn't succeed very well, so we're helping him get back into shape before he can go back out into the sea. Um, when he arrived, yes, he was very flat, and thank you so much to people like our for bringing him in, you know, like... Um, it's not just SeaWorld, we're actually part of the KwaZulu-Natal stranded network, and they got hold of the network, and the network got in touch with us, and yes, we do the rehabilitation, and then we send these birds back down to their breeding grounds, which are from PE downwards, um, to be released once they're well again.
0: Gabby, how old would you say Duke is?
2: He's probably about four months old, yeah, so very young. Um, when he arrived, he only weighed 1.1 1. 1 kilogram. And that was just a week ago, and he now, this morning, weighs 1.89, so he's almost doubled his weight since he arrived with us.
0: Oh, wow, he's had a few Durban bunny chows, then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) nothing like Durban bunny chow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Where do these penguins come from, then, Gabby? Where do they live?
2: All right, so that's a really interesting question because many people, you know, we've we've had public, for example, bring us penguins on buckets of ice, which is really not appropriate because this oh, is actually an African penguin, and African penguins are not found on ice. They are only found on our coastline, and um, the, yeah, their breeding grounds are a stretch from Algoa Bay and then a little bit up the west coast of Africa, although the numbers there are really not good. In fact, the numbers all over are really not good. The penguin population since the turn of the century is pretty much halved and it was in trouble at the turn of the century. So they're an endangered species. Um, but yes, an African penguin, uh, if you come to a sharper you can see what they look like, black and white. And we're opening again on the 28th, by the way, which is really exciting. Um, so yes, the, the juveniles are the gray color, like little duke. Um, and then the adults are the beautiful black and white color. But they're much smaller than the ones that you see in Happy Feet. Their adult weights are around about three and a half kilograms.
0: Oh, wow. So so what's the furthest north? You found one of these penguins then, Gabby, the African penguins.
2: Um, the African penguins, yes. Um, th- another good question, because why do they arrive? Yeah, no one really knows. Uh, they seem to arrive around about this time of the year, so it might be um, in conjunction with the sardine run. Uh, it also might be related to the time that they fledge, you know, in terms of their breeding, that, that is happening, and then the, the juveniles just going out to sea for a couple of years, which is what they do, so um, they have been seen all the way up. I think the farthest north that we found one that we brought into ice has been that Um but it's possible that they go even further north, yeah, so, um, yeah, so little is known about all the animals in the sea, it's, I, I'm, I'm just telling you what our experience is, but what is the truth, um, we need to do more research.
0: Oh Wow, Sodwana is quite incredible because that really is, you know, the temperate water up there, that's a, a lot warmer, isn't it, Gabby? So, yeah. so w- when you found uh, a little penguin like Duke, what is his diet? What would you find he- he's been eating or feeding on? What do you feed on sardines?
2: Um, he is eating sardines at the moment. Any little fish are, are good, but sardines are a really good diet for these little guys. They seem to um, flourish on those. Um, yeah, So that is what he's been feeding. Uh, initially, um, if you are concerned, you'd obviously go to maybe a, a, fillet, a fish fillet or with him, his hydration is, is really something that we've been worrying about. In fact, the vets will take another blood sample this morning just to make sure that his kidneys and everything are okay. His hydration is taking a while to come back, but that might be related to the um, lung infection that he's suffering with. But, but he is, he is thriving, um, and what we were doing because of his hydration is, is actually just giving him fish tails. Yeah, so, yeah, but he's, he's doing well. He's alert and bright and starting to bite, which is a good sign.
0: <laughs> oh, no. So how much will he wear when he's uh, fully grown then?
2: So our other little three juveniles, um, they are at an adult weight already, and they're ranging, they're up to three kilos. So, but we have penguins, yeah, the, the range, um, for an adult male is probably between three and a half to five, sometimes even six kilos, but that's a very big fat bird, so, yeah, um, they're not big birds, they're small birds,
0: yeah. Oh, cool. So how many penguins have you got
2: all together? At um, at Ushaka, um, yeah. we have a colony of birds, um, when we arrived at Ushaka 15 years ago we had 20, and they've been breeding, and, um, dialing and we have some birds that actually can't be released for example we have one called button who had a wing injury from a fish hook um and she had to actually have her, her wing um uh, taken off so she obviously is not a good candidate for release particularly with um birds that are um uh, like highly endangered so um we have 57 penguins in our in our recovery.
0: Oh, wow, that's incredible. So how, yeah, many, h- how many average a year would you find in this area then?
2: Yeah, um, this year has actually been quite a big year, you know, considering that people are not on the beaches um, very much. Relatively, you know, normally we find stranded animals arrive on the weekends when everyone's on the beach. So we actually didn't expect to have a big year. So we normally have about four, but the fact that we've had four and it's been on a time when our beaches are closed suggests that maybe there's more out there. Um, you know, so we you know we've also have have a, have a seal at the moment that we are a southern Arctic seal actually from the Marion Island region, southern Arctic region, and that's being rehabilitated and is also scheduled for release in the next month. Oh,
0: okay, so we've had a, a great sardine run this year, and it sounds like we've had a, bit yeah. of a, a good penguin it's run tasty. then as well. <laughs>
2: and an elephant seal in Port Edward on the weekend. We also got a call for that, but he went back without other problems, so he was big and chunky and. It's really remarkable to see those um animals because i mean they don't even breed on our coastline they're
1: right down south wow gabby that's very interesting Gabby, okay, just another question a little duke here um so we found him a week ago and obviously this is still a youngster and he's got a long way to go how long would you look after him um uh how long would you keep him with you guys and
2: yeah
1: if you release him where do you release him and um, what's the process of releasing them back into nature
2: Okay, really good questions. All of those. So, it always depends on the bird. Um, you know, we 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 have a vet, and he would give a, a, a health certificate. We do work with organisations like SanCup, um so we'll work with them. You know, so, and then we obviously need to get the birds down closer to their breeding grounds. Um, we also follow the IUCN release protocols to make sure that we're not introducing any um, foreign diseases, et cetera. So, there's all sorts of health checks that need to be done as well. Um, so. It depends. It could be, you know, like if the bird doesn't need a lot of attention, um, it just maybe needs to be stabilised. It might just be a week. With this little guy, it's going to be a bit longer, um, at least three weeks, perhaps. But we have the th- other three juveniles, and they were much faster. We, at the moment, work with the battleiers. Um, They help us to fly the birds down to Port Elizabeth, and then they get released over there. And oh, um, with- we work, as I said, with SANCCOB, or also sometimes with the, the scientists at Bayworld. Um, so we'll, they will either be stabilized and then released, or otherwise the, our colleagues and they will, and sometimes even in Cape Town, will also be able to assist us to release them. And so they will be released close to their breeding ground.
1: All right. Oh, that's very nice. Um, Gabby, how many um, rehabil- rehabilitation centers are there in South Africa? Are you the only guys, or, or are there some down in the Cape
2: area as well? Um, rehabilitation centers? Yeah, so... Um, no, our, we, we, it depends on the species of animal that you're dealing with. For example, um, our specialities are obviously the animals that we keep because we know what they need. Um, so we do a lot of penguins, uh, seals, um, turtles. We do a fair amount with turtles, and we will assist with cetaceans if required. Um, but then people like Crow, the Centre for Rehabilitation of Wildlife, what may, may be doing um, more terrestrial animals. Um, you know, so it depends what species you're talking about. But with the marine animals, we actually also have a sea snake at the moment that we rescue as well. So um, we've had manta rays. Yeah. So um, it depends on the species and then obviously the people that are most qualified and who have the right permits. You know, you have to have a permit to do this kind of thing. It has to be legitimate, um, particularly when you're dealing with endangered species. Which too many animals are endangered at the moment, yeah
1: yes, that's so true, um so specifically penguins um are there a few other areas inside oh, as are what are the there? other
2: facilities yes. um well sand are the main ones um, then there's a, we work with them, and there are some smaller um people that are on in various you know like honorary offices that, that assist and and work with sand um, and then uh, people like Bayworld also assist um,
1: yeah all right. Okay, that's very nice to hear. There's so many people involved in looking after these little animals. Now, a very important yeah. question I want to ask you is, if someone like me that's part of the public find a penguin on the beach, how should we handle this penguin? What is the right procedure to handle it, and what do we do with it? Um, because yeah. it's possible that there might be one or two more this uh, this season that people might find uh, on the beach.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's a really cool question, and thank you for asking that. Um, so, if you find a penguin, get hold of us. Um, you can call our control center at 24 hours. Somebody will contact you. We will notify the case of the network and, and then be advised by our authorities on whether we will intervene. They're usually very helpful and want us to intervene. We've got such a cool group of, of people that work together, um, all like, like NSRI, the shark Board, lots of people that are ocean-friendly that are always um, willing to assist um, and then obviously wonderful people like oh who are great fishermen. You know Everyone cares at the end of the day, so we, we're fortunate about that. But so get hold of us as, as soon as possible and we can advise you because every situation is different. Um, with the penguins and with particularly any animal, the less you fight the better. You need to consider it from the animal's point of view. So those animals have never been held by people or picked up by anything and, and if they are picked up, they probably think they're going to be eaten by a predator. So, The less hands-on, the better. Um, If you just have to, you know, the penguin's in trouble, maybe it's rolling around in the surf or whatever, you can pick it up, put it into an aerated, quiet space, like a box or or whatever, and then get hold of us. And we will advise you further. Don't put it on ice. Don't put it in water. Don't (laughs) try and feed it. All those um, kind of things, because they are like specialist um, things that need to be looked at. And obviously, ice and water, the bird wouldn't be on the beach if it wanted to swim.
1: Yes, yes. All right. So the last thing you want to do is actually try and put this bird back into the water, thinking oh, that it's stranded. You know, that's,
2: that's one of the mistakes that we often make with marine um, anim- like mammals and birds, particularly, is if they're on the beach, there's a reason. Um, you know, so, th- you know, for for a dolphin, for example, people will try and swim it out and swim it out and swim it out, and and maybe that's the worst thing that happens because you're just tiring it out and stressing it. Um, so it does need a specialist opinion before you you try and do that. I mean, there is always the case where an animal just ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time, but those are actually rare because they do actually know how to swim penguins. All
1: right. Now, that's very interesting. Thank you so much. All right. Can you maybe give us a contact number um, that we can put on air for our listeners to phone if they do find a penguin or anything which they want to report Uh, to you guys?
2: Yeah. So 031-328-8060 is a number that they will um, be able to put us in touch so that's our, our Shaka control and they'll put you in touch and that's the 24 hour number so they'll be able to direct the call to wherever it needs to go you know to have us on duty or, or whatever
1: all right so let me just repeat that number 031, 031 328,
2: 328
1: 8060 8060 all right we've got that Right, I um, th- just
2: also, um, I, I, I just wanted to add, just to kind of like let people understand the severity of the, the state of the penguin. Is that these animals are in big trouble out on the sea? Their numbers are up, up, going down all the time, um, and it's as a result of, of human activity in the sea, everything from overfishing to pollution. So even if you don't find a penguin, you can still help. Um, you know, just by being more conscious in the way we live, purchasing locally, recycling, or or um, let's say, um, you know, I don't know if people are aware that a lot of our meat is actually fed with fish and that is in direct competition with the penguin, penguin diets, you know, particularly the pulchers, etc. So, so just being, you know, thinking about what we can all do as individuals can help not only the penguins because they're an indicator species of the fact that our oceans are in trouble. So um, come and visit us and we'd love to share how we can all travel together to make sure our oceans have a better chance.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, that's so true, Gabby. Um, one of the things we as shore anglers and boat anglers constantly fight about is pollution and yeah. what we as anglers can do to keep our beaches clean and um, keep the ocean clean. So definitely some uh, uh, some uh, something we can think about there. Gabby, if if some of our listeners wants to help you guys with donation or funding. Can they contact you on the same number? Is there a way that um, guys can assist they can, you? They
2: can contact me on the number. Um, we, we, honestly, we obviously are a non-profit organization, um, and we would have to – I'm not certain how we would process donations um, at this point, but, yes, we definitely can enter into a conversation. Thank you.
1: All right. Gabby, thank you so much for all this inf- interesting information you gave us. Um, I will definitely um, go to the beach with the different outlook on things especially when it comes to the side of penguins and seals and those type of things and it's very interesting and thank you so much for taking in um, little Gabby looking after him for us and um, we will follow Gabby I think we'll put some photos on our uh, website I presume
2: yes and on Facebook I'll send you some update photos of Chuck he's he's a superstar he's stolen all our hearts
1: oh shame yes yeah so we'll we'll keep um, it posted on Facebook and Keep our listeners yes. posted, and as long as it's with you, and then hopefully the day he gets released back into the ocean, we would love to be there and witness this uh, oh, yes. wonderful. that would be
2: wonderful. Thank you, but obviously it would be in Cape Town. But maybe you can come say goodbye in Durban. That'll be great. Yes, we. We'll Unless you want to go to Cape Town that. with him,
1: that's fine. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Or PE,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fishing's quite awesome. good down there.
2: Thank you so much for. Thank you so much for featuring this kind of story. It's like so important for people to understand how much they can do to help. Thank you.
0: Thanks from me as well, Gabby. It was great to get your knowledge on the penguins. Um, we've learned so much from that interview with you. And um, I can't wait to hear little duke as well and he's going to get released back into the wild. But yes. um, I'll definitely come along to Ushaka and apologize on behalf of fishermen for leaving the Oduk and his friends. And, you know, I hope it <laughs> doesn't happen in the future. So, hey, Fisherman thanks for me. the good guys
2: this time. You helped with the penguins. Thank you. I mean, like, and you know what? I know there's no better ocean lover than a fisherman so yeah. absolutely thank you
1: keby okay, thank you so much and thank you so much for your time and we will come and visit you at the very soon
2: awesome thank you i look forward to it take care okay, thank you bye, bye-bye again. take
1: care